0: This week's episode of Aussie Tech is brought to you by Start New Company. Register your company immediately today with ASIC. ABN, TFN, GST registration is also available directly from the portal. Also, set up your family trust and self managed superannuation fund and more. All at startnewcompany.com.au. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash startnewco and keep an eye out for our regular specials. Start your new company now within 10 minutes of lodgement. All legal company documentation provided after registration. Startnewcompany.com.au. brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au all our servers are operating on ssd drives immediate activation ssl certificates aussie support domain registration and more easy install wordpress joomla drupal and 300 other one-click installations generous space and bandwidth auto backups wordpress help and maintenance plans are also available on contact if your webpage is important for your business or your life contact us today aussie support secure services athwebhosting.com.au and now for the show
1: Welcome to episode 682 of the Aussie Techheads, Heads, recorded on the 18th of June. I forgot what day it was, it's my birthday yesterday, I should know. Uh, 2020, I'm your host Will, and we have some random guy that turned up and I don't know who he is, but I'm sure he can introduce himself. How you doing, mate? Hey, Will, good. Hello everyone, I'm back. (laughs) I've fallen out of the sky and I've... I've
0: regenerated and I'm in a different universe as you can see. And I said to Will just before the show that we, there's a little question for you there on the video. Uh, you got to tell me, where am I? This is my background. Uh, I've, I've discovered Zoom backdrops, <laughs> been having some fun with them. So you got to tell me where I am. And a, a big, big good on you at the end of the show if anyone can chat during the show and tell me where I am. <laughs> but uh, yes, it's been a while, Will. It's been. I haven't had a look today at my calendar, and it was like the 12th of December when I, when I last was on the show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: It's, yeah. Only, it's only six months. Yeah. <laughs> we've, only done, we've only done what? F- 20. Third, 30 odd shows or something? Yeah, it was about 21, I think. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> but look, it was
0: obviously, the show's been left in great hands. Look at the production values.
1: Oh, yeah. Where? The new, what,
0: what, new start intros. And <laughs> I had to have a laugh listening to those intros. You know, when they, I did that Aussie Tech Ads one, <laughs> I was fucking around a bit. And it just goes, uh, you know, is, is your webpage important to your business or your life? <laughs> well, if it is, you know, <laughs> that's just funny. Yeah. Uh, funny. I don't know. Are they too, I don't know, camp or something? Yes. Not and that's why we them.
1: enjoy it. That's why they're at the start of the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> so well, you can't possibly that, forget you know
0: a bit of uh feeling into it
1: professional announcer
0: that's right got a long way to go before it's, that it clearly happens. worked well um, yeah so I sort of pretty much know what you've been doing well because I've been <laughs> listening to these every week um, and uh, yeah but what else has been new
1: oh uh, yeah it's um, the weather's still weird here we're still getting bloody you know six, five, four degree nights and 28, 29 degree days Well, that's Um, how it should be,
0: as long (laughs) as it's cold at night.
1: But then you'll get a night like last night where it wanted to rain, so it was like six degrees until about two o'clock in the morning, and then it suddenly became like 24 degrees, like it was just ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, we don't have uh, much like that. I think, I don't know, we might get down to about 14. Let me have a bit of a quick look here. What am I now? But you've got all your uh, flood damage repaired and... Oh,
0: yes, that's right. Well, I'll fill everyone in then, uh, seeing that you asked. <laughs> so, yeah, Christmas came, Christmas went, and I thought, oh, you know, I was gearing up for the show. And you know, what happened after, yeah, it was about late January, wasn't it? We had a had a big downpour and it had that much rain that there's just water everywhere. And it sort of that came from the road and it was just sort of seeping through the through the dirt pretty much and then underneath my house there's like an expanse and it's been concreted and there's a few cracks in the concrete and whatever so the water probably really had nowhere to go because it was that sodden that uh it just started like just going blip 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 out through the cracks you know like it had to get away uh and so yeah so there was it didn't sort of flood massively it was just just like a, a i don't know a couple of sheets a sheet of water sort of just just flooded on the floors and everything. And it was enough, especially my office, to just, you know, really, you couldn't walk on the carpet without going slosh, slosh, slosh. <laughs> and um, tried to, you know, tried to vacuum it all up with a water vac and everything, but it just wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, so we had to get it, pull all everything out of my office down here where I am now. Um, I've got a little lounge room out there. i got a, a laundry there. And it just took weeks. To get it all sorted weeks and weeks and weeks and uh to the point where i think i still there's only got one more toilet to go in when i say one more there's only one to come out <laughs> there's one toilet to go and a, and a shower and then we'll, we'll be all finished nice. so that's just me now i'm just slack like, yeah the, the, the rest is
1: on the rest is on you now <laughs> that's right yeah i've got to ring the
0: plumber and uh yeah but look it's been a long hard road and then just have to find everything get back all the gear back sorted and it was only today, this microphone stand, because uh, I couldn't find how to, the little clip that attached it to the desk, yeah. you know, and I'm thinking, I'm going to have to do the show holding it. But what had happened, it was then when I thought, oh, you know, Will's going, what am I doing, you oh, get back on the show, and I went, all <laughs> right, okay. So, we, I made a point of it this week, and then, so I, was, I said, well, I've got to find this this part to attach it to my desk. So, I picked up the part that I had, and then, lo and behold, it was screwed to the end of it. So, <laughs> I could have been back four months ago. Oh,
1: good on you. <laughs> oh dear. Well, if you had a 3D printer, you could have printed your own. Well, I could have.
0: I, I, I hear something about 3D metal printers. Yeah, you can do 3D. Place. I mean,
1: I've got a normal 3D printer, but um, why is that? That's orange. That's not green. That shouldn't be. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's orange. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, it's seeing it as green on the green screen. I don't know what's going on there.
0: It's a
1: big vitamin C tablet. But that's a, that's a, It's going to be um, for my family daycare. It's a clock, and each number's got a different shape. So they, oh, yeah. It'll have the hands. i mean, they process the process of printing it all at the moment. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, you know, they can do full-on metal printing now. They can even print, well, they can print titanium now. So, right. you know, basically one of the hardest metals on earth, and we can print it out of, out of a printer now. Mm. And anybody can do it from home. I mean, you need a foundry, you need an electromagnet and a foundry and all this stuff to actually melt the metal in the first place, but all the components are literally available anywhere and you can actually build it at home if you wanted to. Yeah, right. You know. Isn't it amazing? There's a guy who's built one a giant version of a 3D printer basically out of a crane and a boom and a jig and it sits there and prints houses out of concrete.
0: Oh, I've seen that on yeah. YouTube, it yes.
1: Layer after layer after layer of concrete. It's like, oh, <laughs> yes, that's that is amazing. they, can, is they amazing. can print, they can print a house for the cost of concrete and one guy's labor for like three days. That's how much it costs to print a house now. You how know, much? Like it's whatever the concrete costs, and then right. the guy who stands there and maintains it for like three days. Yeah, that, that's right. pretty much the cost of printing a house. You know, like it's so cheap now yeah i know i saw
0: i did see that i saw that a little while back i thought what are they going to print next what do they think of next
1: well the (laughs) new um i don't know if you know ken block but he's you know rally driver and runs hoonigan and does a few other bits and pieces but he has the new hoonicorn which is their new truck that they've got for this year for their burnout truck and stuff and they needed a intake manifold to fit under in a certain spot and they couldn't machine one out of aluminium because they had too many complex parts so they printed this intake manifold out of aluminium. they CAD drew it up, designed it, the engineers made it and they printed it on the spot to make it fit. You All know, right. like you printed this thing in like a day and he's got this custom one-of-a-kind metal, you know, intake manifold. It's just like... Mm, yeah, that's awesome, know. isn't it? It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It really is. But and, and like, as far as I know, there's, you can get on the, you know, you, when
0: you get your little plastic ones like you've got, you can get on yep. the net and you can Google up Yeah, you got to think of, it. of anything. These pretty much.
1: No, these won't show up because these are green. Dang it! But these Ooh. are um, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> look, my hands disappeared. <laughs> but these are battery holders. Um, a double a, a, battery holders. A bit hard. You can't see them obviously because of the green screen. But they've got um, like th- each one holds like thirty batteries. All um, right. um, I've, got, those. I've yep. got my microphone holder and stand down here, which has got you know, a big threaded bolt and uh, arm that comes out and holds my micro- my uh, headphone stand in place. I've got um, these that I'm printing at the moment. These are for my mixmaster. So these screw to the cupboard door, and the mixmaster sits inside there. The stick mixer. You're right. Um, I've got battery adapters, so I can convert my Ryobi batteries to my um, Black and Decker batteries. Oh, and there so, you go. And you know,
0: so, so all these plans are on the on some site somewhere.
1: They're on the Thingiverse.
0: Thingiverse. Right.
1: Com. Yeah. There's if like you may need to tweak something but like 99% of things you actually need are on there Mm. Um, you know it's there's hundreds of thousands of of things on there you know um, where are we so like if you you go there and you can scroll through and you you want anything it's you know like you want to print yourself a Cybertruck you go there and you can you know you can get all the the plans to print off a Cybertruck you know like um, yeah, it's... it's. What is the, you know. the uh, plastic cost? Is that expensive? So, depending on what you're printing and what's available, at the moment, PLA has gone up because everybody's freaked out and they're all buying it in a hurry to print medical crap and whatever. But normally, <laughs> um, it's fairly cheap. Like a one kilo roll, um, I've got ABS at the moment. I've, I've picked it up cheaper. But I've got a one kilo roll there. Um, you know, you're looking at... 10 bucks for a kilo and you could print no well it depends obviously it goes by weight so it depends on what you're printing and how big it is and stuff like that but you can print a lot of stuff with a kilo of filament like it it does you know it does a lot mm. so it it really relatively speaking it's it's quite it works out quite cheap like i think i worked it out that um the like this clock that i'm printing at the moment the clock with the uh, hands and all the other p- bits and pieces that go with it cost me something like... Um, you did say clock, didn't you? Uh, I think so. Um, you could probably print those things the, as well. You know, yeah, these are, you can. There's, they're nothing of us. Um, I think I worked it out to about 25 cents for all the componentry. <laughs> you yeah, know. So, well, and like these, for example, these stick blender things that I'm printing, they cost about 10 cents to print, but you can buy them at Kmart for like $15
0: you're going to put you know, the little Chinese out of work, <laughs> all those little slaves over there.
1: Well, uh, at the end of the day, it's still 3D printed. So if you want something that's absolutely pristine and perfect, it's not going to happen out of a 3D printer. You're always mm. going to get, like, if you look at the, it's probably a bit hard to see, if you look at the bottom of that, you can see how it's warped. You know, you never yeah. end up with 100% flat surface or you always end up with imperfections in the finish. That's just part of the way a 3D printer works. Mm. Um, so depending on what you're doing, but if you're doing a lot of custom stuff or you're doing a lot of prototyping or things like that, It's perfect, like the amount of stuff I've printed, like I've got, um, I'm putting a new set of drawers in my computer room that can handle, because Son wants to have more of a, um, more storage space for art stuff, so I've got a set of drawers over here, and the normal old, um, like Lazy Boy cupboard things, but the drawers are a weird size, and I couldn't get anything, any um, storage things to sort of fit evenly into this drawer. So, I measure the drawers and then I went through and I actually print off. Um, I, I broke it up into grids and I figured out that I can make like a 15mm by 15mm or any combination of that will fit perfectly in this drawer. Mm. So, I'm currently going through and printing one by two by ones, four by ones, three, you know, so all these different shapes and dimensions. And at the end of the day, they'll all drop into this drawer and they fill the drawer perfectly and you've got your own combination of storage. Yeah, I you know, asked. and to go to Bunnings and buy those tubs or even. S- tubs it would be similar Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: there's 100 150 bucks for the tubs there and it's going to cost me 20 bucks to print it
0: yeah you know it's awesome it's like like i sit here and i think well what what am i going to print with a 3d printer
1: but i might just go to that web page i'll probably find 100 things to print well i printed our toilet roll holder broke (laughs) uh in the in the toilet and i printed one off in like half an hour i'll tell you what i needed it for uh during my uh absence (laughs) uh,
0: the toilet started leaking and and it was I had this setup where the cistern was like uh, bolted to the pan so what the system wasn't bolted to the wall it was bolted mm. to the pan which held it upright yeah. and the, the two bolts were just plastic yeah and then yeah. one of them had cracked and then when I and on upon further investigation the the I don't know the top of the bolt had come off from the screwy part of the bolt it was like this <laughs> and I I couldn't find them. Yeah. I went around to uh, hardware. I went to Bunnings, and oh, one of the girls. How's this? I went in there and I said, "I'm looking for something like this," and she goes, oh, "We're not allowed to give advice." I think, yeah, "Okay, thank you." In other words, you don't and know what I, you're talking about. Yeah, oh, I just, I just give her the filthiest look and the response. I then as if you know, she was a piece of crap because she was. Because like, well, how? you oh, just can't give advice? That's what you're there for. But anyway. So anyway, I went to Bunnings. I went to somewhere else, and I went to somewhere else, and then what started going to plumbing shops. So I went to the, the plumbing wholesalers and all that, and no one had seen this setup before. And anyway, it was finally I did find one. The guy goes, "Does your toilet look like that over there?" And I said, "Yes." And he went over, got the bolt out of it, and said, "There you go. You can have that." But then, and I could have. I
1: wish I had a printer because I could have printed one. One like and, that, or one of those, or. Like yeah, it was style. like
0: that white one that just came up on the screen. Yes, that. Those, that. Yeah. But with a round head.
1: Yep. Well you could yeah, there's probably one on here already. So. And so
0: then the other toilet broke, same setup. So I called a plumber, I said, mate, you just come around, and just bring some metal ones. I don't want plastic. He came <laughs> around
1: with a couple of metal bolts that fitted perfect. Done a bit of silicon and away we went. Like no those. more leaks. But you know. So you so you could have printed two of those in ten minutes and made your life a lot easier.
0: <laughs> it probably would have look, It took me all day to try and find these Bolts or screws, whatever you want to yeah. call them And uh, it probably would have been cheaper Just to go and buy one but of these bloody f- machines
1: From Audi and just start printing Well you can get cheap, like the one I've got Is a, a cheap one um, And it's a Delta style printer So it's a little bit different But it's, it was only 149 bucks or something You know, mm. I'm in the process of actually Using it to print components to make a bigger printer
0: Yeah right. I wonder you could probably make your own computer case as well. You know, some real fancy case.
1: They they do their keyboard. There's actually clip-ons for keyboard covers and all sorts of stuff. Yeah right. There's microphone mounts. So this is actually um, this one here is actually a printed microphone mount um, to hold this microphone better because this one. Did you print that? Yep. That's after it's been cleaned up with a. (laughs) Alcohol rub and a bit of other bits and pieces, but you can you can get a fairly pr- fairly. It's pretty. pretty smooth. <laughs> it's slippery. <laughs> oh, that's very smooth. <laughs> yeah, it's um, so you know you you can that's that's a lot of work to get it like that though. Um, mm. It Doesn't come off the printer like that, but yeah, right. You know. As, when it comes off the printer, it's got a lot of little knobs on it. Um, it depends on what you're printing. Like you can see. Um, hang on, where are we? Got a full. You can see on this one here how. Look at that center. That's supposed to be round. And you You oh, see right. how it's elongated and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or the, you can see the overcast on in the holes, yeah. the flashing and stuff. So you get that sort of stuff, or you'll get like this one here, like across the top. You got this rough surface where it didn't quite adhere properly on the last couple of layers. But so how would you clean that up? Just sandpaper. Something hot? No, no. It depends. If it's ABS, sandpaper works perfectly fine. If it's PLA, which is a bit of a softer material, you can quite often just get a like a heat gun or a, one of these things, and just quickly run it over the top, and it takes all the flashing and stuff off. them. you got everything at your fingertips, Will. Yeah, well, my printer's just there.
0: <laughs> but you got all your printed stuff that you printed five years ago. No, you know, no, no, I that, that's this. all over there. <laughs>
1: you printed that. You got someone handing it all to you. <laughs> no, no, the, 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 most of the stuff I printed. I bought a lot of green really cheap, which was great because I could print with it. But the problem is I can't show you what I printed.
0: <laughs> now I realise now that you and Warlock have the same backdrop. So I, thought, I always thought you were in the same room. Really <laughs> neat.
1: No, we've we've <laughs> we've both got the same green screen behind us.
0: You actually have a green screen.
1: I have a green wall.
0: Right. Right.
1: My my wall is actually. Um, let me grab. Let me uh, see if I can do this on the on the fly here. Because I've I still got you, my but... green screen. But, like, if, if Zoom can do it this easy, yeah, it doesn't it's... look too bad. It's not I disappear great. sometimes. Yeah, the, the, it, it does a fairly decent job, but it's not as good, as, not as, good just... as a um a proper green screen. Plus, you can do other things with a green screen that you can't do with that. Mm. I think so... the better the light, the better this will work. So, my, I haven't got my lights back that, in here yet. That does play a big part in it, yeah, for sure. Um mm. But it's um, the green screen's more flexible because basically it gives the option of, for example, when I switch to this shot here where, um, where you're in the news, right, and I could show, be showing the news here, then instead of you having a backdrop, if you've got a green screen, you'd be chroma keyed out, so it would just be your outline of you, so it's not interrupting as much of the screen. Oh, right. So the green screen still has this you know, much, much more flexible. Mm. So. Well, I've got a portable green
0: screen. I might. I'll see how that goes. But, uh, I want to get. I want to get my lights back in, but then they're a bit big. I'm wondering if you can just get those little desk round ones. I wonder if they'd be good and bright
1: enough. I don't even have mine turned on. I just realised. Mm. I've only got one light over there. I've, I just realised I don't even actually have my studio lights on like I normally do. I wonder why I looked a bit dark. Now, a oh. lot, a lot, lot of progress since I've been away. Will I should go away more often. <laughs> We've got,
0: <laughs> got new intro titles, which is great um uh we've got uh streaming every week to multiple platforms which is great uh we've got a clock on the screen <laughs> it's got yeah, everything the date it's going off
1: Yep. Yeah. and but, the other thing we've got that is uh i'm super thankful for as well we have uh a patreon um yes. and we actually have a few patreons who have signed up for, and it helps us out a great deal and um you, guys? you know patreon.com slash aussie Techheads. uh you Now, bear in mind, you don't feel obliged to go there at all. Don't feel obliged to by any means that you owe us anything at all. we do it for the love, but um, we're certainly not going to complain. You know, we've got Chris, we've got David Bird, we've got Daniel and Amanda, and we've got um, Bouncing Yellow Skull. They're all um, current Patreons. And um, all that money... That we get from this will go back into the show for production in various cases, whether it's to the radio station, whether it's for the multi-stream hosting, whether it's for random hosting we need or podcast hosting or new equipment or software. So it'll all go back into that. We're not monetized. We don't have sponsors. We don't have uh, monetization on YouTube. Um, so, you know, it does help us out a great deal. But, you know, as I said, don't don't be obliged. Don't feel obliged to go there. We're not going to stop doing the show if you don't. But mm. it's certainly going to help us if you do. Mm. Yes, so um,
0: we sort of – well, actually, we, we
1: sort of do have sponsors, but they're not doing anything. The, the, are they classed as sponsors if they don't pay us?
0: Um, they're, they're classed as uh, –
1: The gap fillers. Probably,
0: probably maybe paying my debts. <laughs>
1: not at, yeah, not increasing the debt? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that.
0: Something uh, like that. But, so. um, but, yes, but, yeah, thank you for, to those guys that have uh, – uh, Set, set up a Patreon thing I'm, I'm not quite across that yet but I know Will's been setting um, that up and he's done a good job as well a few more tweaks um, there but
1: yes we've got Patreon you can find it on uh, you know, patreon.com slash Tech you can get us on facebook.com slash we're on twitter.com slash Tech we also uh, you can get us on the Twitch stream the Twitch TV Aussie, Aussie Tech Eds, which is probably the best quality video um, youtube.com slash Tech is where you'll find the show after we've recorded it and also the live stream there um, our website, of course, is AussieTechHeads.com.au, and the new thing we have also is Instagram.com slash AussieTechHeads on IG, because somebody Ooh. already had Aussie TechHeads, and somebody already had ATH. So... <laughs> well, <laughs> I've probably it, got Aussie TechHeads. No, not you. Some, hey? ra- some random Filipino guy. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so you can... We haven't started on Instagram yet. We are getting there. I just need to um, catch up a bit on that. We also have a TikTok, but I refuse to use it. I just took it so nobody else would.
0: What What, <laughs> what are you putting on Instagram? I'm Nothing sure yet.
1: Got... That's what I said. I haven't got it started yet. But uh, Let me have a look here. Uh, I'm sure I have got it. Yeah, I've got it. Well, not according to Instagram, you don't. We'll worry yeah. about that later, but anyway. <laughs> it
0: is. It comes up, Aussie tech heads, one word.
1: Mm, it wasn't working before. But anyway. Mm. Mm. We oh, shall sort well. that out later. I can always fix it. That's not a problem. We can have two. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> we're going to have like after after dark photos or, uh, or yeah. during the day photos. That's it. But, so. uh, but yes, so yeah, that's all good, Will. And um, look, one day we might update the podcast logo. <laughs> it's, so it's a work in the, progress. The, the cover work. art. That's right. I think it's me, you. Is is Eric still on there?
1: I think so, yeah. Or is it me? It's meant, is it no, it's like me, me, you and Eric, I'm pretty sure. To get that sorted, that's only been Uh, like five
0: years ago. Well, that's what happens. I saw, I say it takes me five years to do any all these sort of
1: things, (laughs) and then as soon as I do it,
0: so people leave. So (laughs) I don't do it
1: anymore. Hey, (laughs) uh, hey Mario, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for joining. Um, all right, so I suppose we've been ranting. You're as bad as Warlock, it's been half an hour. You realize that (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get it back in the groove. Oh, your groove's perfectly fine. I can see it from here. Um, <laughs> I've got plenty of them. <laughs> so, all right. Well, do you want to start us off with a news story?
0: All right. So, Zoom. Now, you, um, hopefully you haven't really crossed too many of these. Uh, these are current stories, so hopefully you haven't. But <laughs> Zoom, which we are using right now, is set to offer end-to-end encryption for all users. Now, one of the things while I was away, there was a big story, you know, with all the the Chinese flu and all that going around. That the the problem with people were were with Zoom bombing and all this sort of stuff. So you're in a call like me and uh, or Will and I are right now, and then all of a sudden, uh, someone else is in there, you know, some random, and just I don't know what they could do anything they want. They like it might be like chat roulette. Remember that? Is that still around chat yep. roulette?
1: Yep, still a thing.
0: Um, so. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so Zoom bombing, and it was just as simple as, you know, each of the, someone worked out each of the Zoom meetings, they're, they're numbered. So zoom.us forward slash 1234. Well, then someone figured out that they were numerically increasing. So you just go zoom.us, those 12345 or something. And then you'd be just bang, straight into someone's Zoom call. So and 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 obviously they're not they weren't encrypted either. So Zoom Video Communications is planning to offer all its free and paying users end-to-end encryption for video calls, and will launch a trial version in July. Uh, The company whose business has boomed with the coronavirus lockdowns, forcing more people to work from home, has transformed into a global video hangout, and hasn't it taken off? Like you can see, you can see like a lot of TV shows and that they've ditched uh, Skype because Skype's been pretty. How's your father? But now Zoom is sort of coming in, and I've seen uh, other other places like Google. They've got their they're sort of resurrecting their Hangouts. Uh, I'm not sure if they still call it Hangouts. So they've they got Meet, Google Meeting, meet, or something yeah. like that. Uh, you've got the Microsoft Teams, which is pretty much, I suppose, I suppose we could do Teams, couldn't we, if we both had a Microsoft account? Uh, and there, there's plenty of others. And uh, they're all sort of booming, and a lot of all this work from home, video conference from home, it's all boomed after the you know all this um, Chinese Corona stuff. And after a series of security failures resulted in some institutions banning the use of Zoom, so the company hired former chief security officer of Facebook, Alex Stamos, and he was uh, hired in April, and he was he's going to roll out all these major upgrades. So you can go and uh, you can be very confident in the future that zoom to zoom end to end
1: is all encrypted uh, that's good isn't yeah so it? basically they've been encrypting the paid version forever but the free one they hadn't been and right. up until two weeks ago they'll determined that they weren't going to do the um the free one because it was free and obviously running encryption costs money um but they're finally given it and said okay look fine you know you can have mm. it on the free one as well so Look, they had to. They got they got a lot of bad press, didn't they? With the, the no, zoom bombing and not that. Not really. They they got a lot of misguided press, unfortunately, because it happened in a lot of high profile situations. It happened mm-hmm. in some um, U.S. government meetings. It happened in some newscasts. It happened. But the thing is, it any mate, I mean, you got to remember what six months ago nobody heard of zoom. Yeah, mm. other than a handful of people, nobody was using. It. I mean, we we we've not not that long had a uh, hosting account with them, you know, and it wasn't really a big deal because there's only people using it for what we're using it for. It was a specialized purpose. It wasn't general purpose. And all of a sudden, everything blows up. Skype just fails to do anything at all. Meet hasn't doesn't exist yet. Um, and the Microsoft one think, was still in development. I don't think you can do uh, group chats on Skype. Can you? You, okay, you, you, can. you can, but it's not not pretty. Mm. Um, mm. And so Zoom became because it was free and had one on one for forty five minutes. You know that wasn't or one on one for free and multiple for forty minutes or whatever it was. That was enough for most people, so it became very popular very quickly. At that pace of their development, they mm. weren't. They hadn't as you know they hadn't prepared for that, and they but they've got on top of it really quickly. The few problems they've really uh, there's been no major security breaches in terms of there hasn't been information's being, you know, stolen or anything like that. It's literally just being bombing, you know, like photobombs, you know, same sort of thing. It, it's, at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal. And really, 90% of that could have been stopped had they of when you go into your settings, you turn your lobby on and you don't allow people to not on mm. your list and they can't get in anyway. So most of the reason that was occurring is because people had it set up wrong. But anyway, yeah. so... They've been saying for a while they've had end-to-end encryption on the paid one. They haven't been doing it on the free because it costs them money. But yeah, recently, as of last started this week, they went, okay, fine, we'll put on the free one now. We've focused enough on the paid one where it's stable enough. We can spend a bit of time on the free one. So then they've done that. They're doing a few other tweaks to the free one as well. But look, I give them full credit. I think they're doing a great job. And despite their problems, I think they're still far more reliable and, and set up better than any of the other ones.
0: And I like their, their backgrounds, like their green screenless backgrounds, like the one I've got now. Like you've yeah, got. I, I think mean, it's just
1: good. I don't know how they really do it because... Uh, it's, it's it's all done with motion tracking. It's pretty simple. But, um, I mean, Hangouts did it a couple of years ago, but it was it's two... Th- one, it's processor hungry because it requires the processor to be doing extra work whilst it's... And the more you move, the worse it is because it's mm. got to do a lot more processing. Um, but uh, it's fine, uh, and it's mainly for the fun. And you can, you know, you can have fun with it, and put videos in there, and you can do all sorts of stuff, and and um.
0: Yeah, you we, know, we,
1: I use it for like for a proper purpose.
0: I'm not saying that this isn't a proper purpose to hear this on the show, but I'm part of a business network group and yeah. you know, we have about 25 or so people hook up every every fortnight That's right. and I did one this morning and it works seamlessly. It, Everyone's it really muted does. and until yeah. the
1: person unmutes you and you're into the... The waiting room before you're into the whole. And thing. the other neat part about it is, you don't. I mean, it does launch an app if you choose to, but you don't have to launch the app. You can do it directly out of the browser. It mm. works natively on phones. Once again, with or without the app, if you don't have the app, it works straight in the browser. If you have the app, it works through that. You know, it's a very versatile program. very low overhead, low bandwidth. You know, if you, you know, you've got to have a certain amount of bandwidth to record to broadcast in HD. Otherwise, it drops you to SD. But even the quality of the SD is is really good. Hmm. Um, so that's what you want, quality speaking of sort of hangout, sort of things, um, just a quick one Google Meet which we're talking about ironically hasn't been working on Android <laughs> it's only been working on desktops um, earlier this week they launched the Google Meet app on Android um, so now that does work, I have sort of played with it a little bit I, it's very much the old Hangout, it's still plagued by the same problems the Hangout was um, you still get flaky audio it's like oversampling sam- the audio um and you get uh, one thing that zoom doesn't suffer from or doesn't seem to when you get a a spike or a dip it plays catch up and it catches up the audio and the video simultaneously so it always seems to stay in sync it's really clever like that uh meat doesn't as soon as you drop a pack or drop a frame it'll throw one of the two out of sync and it it won't catch back up it just gets further and further out of sync
0: Mm. So with so, zoom. So everyone, every stream. So you're on a stream of say 25. Yep. So everyone, everyone's going back to Zoom HQ and then out to that back to that 25. Is that how it's working? Um,
1: they do a bit well on the bigger the group. They they still do the peer to peer to some degree, but because they still have the server involved, that's that's how it syncs. Because it works out everybody's ping time to the server. And mm-hmm. then it works out the keyframes that it logs, and it logs the keyframes, and it knows exactly who's got what delay. So, you could have, say, I could have a let's say twenty millisecond delay to the server. You could have a forty millisecond ping to the server, but it will it will hold my broadcast for ten milliseconds to give it a better average across the time, so you you mm-hmm. you don't get a noticeable delay between when one person's the you know when their sync catches up. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's quite. You've some smart boffins around. <laughs> that's why they get paid the big money.
0: <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. W- w- did you have anything else with what you were? No, saying, I was but, just w- saying.
1: Yeah. No, just meet some. Um, yeah. finally catching <laughs> up on an Android device from a Google platform. <laughs> I went to. Yes, I think when I left, you knew I bought an
0: iPhone. Yeah, well, uh, that's part
1: of the reason we disowned you. Yes, and <laughs> and I,
0: I probably won't be back after I tell you my next thing. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I, I bought an Apple Watch. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't help you with all your problems. So this will be the my last show. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You're off the off the show then. No no return um, for you. That's that's not going too
0: bad. It's going all right. And um I, I gotta close me ring every day. As long as I do that, that works. Yeah, but it's those with an Apple Watch will know what I'm talking about.
1: The but it's like, yeah, I mean it's you know. Um, I got Sona a new phone for um her birthday, which is end of the month. Her, Android. We, it's funny we both got the Note Five, and mine's fine, but her battery's failing, and it, nobody wants to touch the battery because it's potentially breaks the screen when you change the battery. It was one of Samsung's mm. bad designs. They didn't do this anymore. But um, you could print a new case. <laughs> on know the screen breaks. Yeah. So the screen. So she's got the new. We're tossing up what we're going to get, and what phone. She's ended up getting the new. I don't know what she ended up getting. Actually, honestly, the new Note. 9 something or cost you money, Will? But yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> so, but we decided that when mine dies, I'm going to get the the Xiaomi, the Note Ten. Me. Oh, so, I had a Xiaomi.
0: I uh, love them. Probably, a, probably the the low end one. Probably that's why, I sort of, didn't work after a few updates. But I've still got it. It still works. But um. Yeah, look, that's all. It's old news anyway. I'm on the iPhone now, um, so I've got to look at another little story here. Quite a one that quite um, befuddled me, to be honest, to start with, and probably still to a little to a certain degree. Uh, Microsoft won't sell fake, facial recognition tech to the police. Yeah. So I know you know we've all heard of the the uh, insanity about getting rid of police but Microsoft is the latest tech giant to say it will not sell its facial recognition technology to police departments. So I'm guessing this is just in the US. I don't think it would be worldwide, but the first thing why it befuddled me was the first thing that came to my mind was, geez, they're spending a lot of probably R and D on facial recognition and they're just, they're they're just saying no to one huge, huge customer. So, Why why would why say no to a huge customer, uh unless you'd have to be you'd have to be pretty damn sure no one else is gonna come in and, and gazump you, you know, or, or you know, get can't, why can't a little facial recognition firm, the police need it so desperately, why they go to someone else and get it? You know what I mean? Like I don't understand it, why it these people
1: are saying we're not gonna give them to the police. It or, basically comes back to damage control because the general public doesn't want facial recognition and if it turns out that a major corporation who people use sells them software to them that they don't want, then people will stop using the software. So if Microsoft turns around and sells facial recognition to a corporation who uses it for nefarious purposes, people don't, already don't want this software. Um, but who are they going to sell it to? The police, CIA, FBI. Once you sell it to one, you sell it to the whole lot. They've all got access no, to it. But, so if you say, okay, I'm not going to sell it to the police because it can be misused... So who
0: the hell are they going to sell it to? They
1: won't. They'll keep it and use it internally. Use it for unlocking phones and use it for internal applications. Mm. Um, the whole, you know, the whole touchless system, which is what they're, they're moving towards. But the same with, you know, that, that's why they won't do it. There's too much. There's too much backlash room there. If a small company develops facial recognition software and puts it out there and sells it to the police, no one, there's no recourse for this company because nobody's bought their products prior anyway. I guess so, but what's... That's what it comes down to. Oh, They don't need the money. They they, they don't need the money. Apple, Google, and Microsoft and Tesla now are the four richest companies on the face of the earth. They don't need money, and money is not not the priority. They they want to be seen to be doing the right thing whilst doing as much nefarious as possible behind the scenes. So, it was first reported by the
0: Washington Post that Microsoft President Brad Smith on Thursday said the company has put a ban on facial recognition sales to police until federal rec- regulations of the technology are passed. Hmm. We do not sell, and this is uh, this would be old bratty boy, we do not sell our facial recognition technology to US police departments today, and until there is a strong national law grounded in human rights, we will not sell this technology to police departments. Here we go. Microsoft said in the state, "What well, I don't know. Are, uh, should, is it up to them? Yep. Okay, I guess yeah, software. technology, I suppose it is. Uh, we're committed to working with others to Advocate for the legislation that's needed. We're also t- yeah, blah, 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 blah. The move follows pledges this week by AWS and IBM, which have come amid widespread protests of police mistreatment, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if I was a little, yeah, so, so that's so you, yeah, I don't know. Can't, why can't the why can't old Don just buy up a little facial recognition company and just and proprietorize it all out himself? They yeah, will. there you go, got me own.
1: Well, these later they already have facial recognition software, it's it's Common, all, all video surveillance already has it. And it's nothing well, new. You
0: know, I thought they had facial recognition software twenty years ago it's, when you walk
1: in the supermarkets. Yeah, they stuff. do. It's just the Microsoft and the Google one are some of the better ones, but mm. they're not the only ones. There's, there's heaps of others, mm. um, you know. And it's it's just one of those things. They just, you know, <laughs> it's a bit they're, crazy. They're, they're using under the because you supply something to somebody,
0: and then if somebody else doesn't like that somebody. You're maligned with the hatred. Like it doesn't make sense to me.
1: No, that's how the world works. Yeah, it's gone <laughs> mental. It doesn't make sense, but that's how the world works. Because you know, I think Corona was a a, a mental a mental disease. Um, yeah, well, I think it was an addition to a mental disease. But you know, <laughs> it's well, it, it, it's no different than you know people tearing down statues and going, "That's history. We don't need to know about history because it, you know we didn't we don't like it." So, well, no, yeah. that, that's somehow how history works. History is there to learn from so you don't do it again. I don't care if you like it or not. That's irrelevant. It's got nothing to do with what's happening now. But it's the same. Yeah. It's or you the can same... improve
0: on, uh, <clears throat> like I saw, oh, I don't want to go into all this sort of stuff, but I saw there was a a, a, a shire in Sydney. Their, their logo was Captain Cook. Yeah. And so instead of just scrapping it and putting a picture up of a kangaroo or something, um, they they had Captain Cook and they they... they put an Aboriginal lady next to him. Yeah. And they want that to be the logo. Well, that's, imp- that, that's probably improving.
1: It's like that beer, the colonial right. beer from South Australia. And this backfired. Nine msn thought they were going to have the biggest coup. They put up the thing saying, colonial beer, using this name, nobody agrees. Do you think they should change it? And 95% of the 150,000 votes said, no, don't change it. And they pulled the survey off their website. Mm. because it They'll didn't... They'll still change it. Hey? They'll still change it. No, nah, they're thinking they probably won't. There was an, <laughs> they had an interview the other day. They're like, they are no. got the corona. You know, but it's like, not only did their narrative go pear-shaped, it completely backfired on them, so they pulled the survey mm. off the net, so that... that, that <laughs> so they love those net surveys. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't be skewed or anything, would they? No, no, they'd be 100% like, reliable, guaranteed. You
0: wouldn't just... You wouldn't just get everyone on there no they're matter made, what the subject.
1: They're made by the same people who control the polling booths, they'd be fine. Don't worry about it.
0: Nothing <laughs> to no see matter, here, move along. Yeah, no matter what the subject, <laughs> you'd all get your all your little your your pet hate people and your pet love people and it
1: depends who's got more time
0: in the day. <laughs> that's
1: well that's the problem wrong. with minorities. Minorities have always seemed to have plenty of time to cause trouble. Mm. The people who don't agree with them are off actually trying to make a living. Yes. Well we could we could go deeper but
0: for fear of being uh um, ostracized ourselves.
1: We'll get taken off of YouTube and Facebook and <laughs> stuff, <yeah>. You watch <laughs> that's right this episode of big band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um did you have another story there? Um yeah, so good old Linus Travaldus. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked a couple of weeks ago about um how he likes microsoft and how he's actually using what his new computer is it's got all the specs there so you can actually go and buy your own uh linus your own linus linux computer off the website but anyway um he they've been talking about the new code that they're working on and the new developments applications how much effort they've been putting into it the new release um the linux kernel 5.8 which is a new one that's coming out um, it contains eight hundred thousand lines of new code and over fourteen thousand changes since about. It's a, basically a twenty percent overhaul of the code. Wow! Um, it's basically the the touting as their biggest release of all time. Um, saying is this that, is desktop and server editions or? Well, this is it's... Linux, so Linux is the foundation. Everything else is built on top of that, right? Um, but basically, yeah, they're saying that. Um, they've even reduced the size. Linux 5.8 is about the same size as what 4.9 was from back in 2016. Um, given that it's got 22 million lines of code, they've managed to cull it and reduce the, you know, reduce it down. Um, they've, so they've, they've obviously streamlined got like really smart cookies that we can't say work for them because um, they don't get paid, do they? Yeah. It at all? The Linux actual development team is a legit. Like a business, um, right? Okay, right. They they get enough of because the, the corp, a lot of the corporations that use it pay for support and stuff like that, so they make enough money via that to actually have a, a fully fledged business. So I was thinking, why don't they? Why can't they
0: just take that next step into mainstream? Why can't they just get something
1: slick? Like an interface that's slick. The problem is with a lot of stuff you want to interface with. So if you want to interface with, uh, up until recently, a lot of graphics drivers or sound drivers, things like that, you've had to pay for the rights to use that hardware. Mm. So you haven't had the option Mm. to do that. Or, for example, MP3 encoding, you can't bundle that. It's against the terms of service to bundle that, and it's a paid add-on because the people who own the rights to it want to charge for it. So, Hmm. there's all this sort of stuff stopping it from being a free thing. But, I mean, you can pay like Red Hat or Ubuntu or there's a lot of these other ones that you can actually pay for to have corporate support to make them usable in a rollout environment. And these days now, especially with the whole work from home movement that's happening, it's entirely possible to run them directly directly. On a Linux system, is so much of the stuff you're doing is web-based now. There's absolutely no reason to have Windows for the 95% of the stuff that everybody does. Well, um, that's right. And I've, now yeah. that they've integrated <clears throat> with the new Windows 10 integration of Linux, Linux can be booted up natively under Windows now. So okay, um, you know. Well, cause...
0: I saw like Microsoft's taking another step, haven't they? Like with their Edge browser, uh, they've obviously given up. Well, uh, used to be what IE, they used to have 96% market share or something, high yeah. 90s. And now Edge, they've just gone, no, nah, no, nah, we can't do it
1: anymore. And now it's just Chrome. But Edge is based on Chromium anyway. That's right. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so a basic, it's, it's Chrome. You <laughs> right click and you get all your you right click Chrome yeah, options that's and stuff. Right. It's funny. It's... But I mean, I, I could almost use, is there any reason, uh, I'm trying to think. I could actually probably switch over to Linux and not notice any difference in terms of my day-to-day use now there's one program i've got that i couldn't use in linux and it won't run or it will run under emulation but runs slow under emulation but um other than that one program which i don't actually even need to use then yeah i could absolutely switch over to linux tomorrow and not not miss windows at all mm. you know? well like yeah well I, look what do you use windows for
0: exactly like you know my i got a little server here it's running open media vault so that's not windows yeah um uh, what do you use i've got a little cody that runs linux um i've got a
1: mac runs mac os you don't need windows yeah no that's right Um, i mean uh, that literally the only program that i'm using that's running windows that would affect anything is the ticker running across the top of the the top of the video that's a windows Mm. executable file that, exactly. that is literally the only program that I would struggle to run on linux i don 't think anybody's written a Linux code for it, but it wouldn 't be too. I do to write a code for it you know so mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, and most people are saying like there's unless you're hardcore gaming uh, a lot of games still suffer on Linux just because of the same before with um, driver bases the way they are um, most games work fairly well, but some of them still suffer a bit under Linux but wouldn't uh, you like I remember when Microsoft was moving to windows 7 was it
0: that they they sort of wrote a lot of drivers themselves uh just to so that windows 7 could be compatible with a lot uh, of
1: hardware sort of and then they screwed everything up by having a 64 bit which nothing worked with <laughs> i remember that xp 64 bit yeah. nothing used to work with it same thing because nothing was certified they they oh we're <laughs> going to have this as a secure operating system and you've just got to get your driver certified and everyone goes um no we're good thanks
0: But even now, when you install Windows 10, uh, there's a lot of devices that will will just go away and get the Microsoft version of the driver. And if you want things to work that little bit better, you go away and get the actual, you know, the hardware vendor's Vendors. version of the driver.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the generic drivers will... And a lot of people don't know the difference. Um, Well,
0: they do work, that's right. They still
1: work. But you, you do get a better experience by using... The, the manufacturer's drives, just mainly because they're updated more often. But mm. it depends on what it is too, like graphics drivers, yes, sound card drivers, yes, network drivers, yes, everything else. I mean, how much is a USB driver going to change? You know, like how like, much money is Windows or
0: Microsoft losing out on now? Because it doesn't seem that, like now Windows 10 is here, and it's sort of come true that this was going to be the last Windows, and it just keeps Windows 10 build, 2, 3, 4, 5, and just so on. Mm. Um, like well, you know we get updates twice a year, Windows 10 updates. there's never no sign of buying another operating system.
1: I suppose you still buy it with a new computer, don't you? Technically, um, under the terms of service, the copy of Windows that you install onto that PC is locked to that PC. So technically you cannot upgrade that PC without using buying a new version of Windows. Well, That's a loose word though. Up, upgrade like what upgrade? Upgrade, what? update or replace. But what? hardware what a ram stick they don't say That's um rubbish. it used yeah. to work off the cpu id um mm-hmm. back they before they, that back before you could block that <laughs> <laughs> so but i remember going to the microsoft xp conference when it came when microsoft xp first came out i went to the conference in melbourne and they were speaking oh this is locked to the hardware and um i went well which bit of hardware they're like what do you mean i said well back on my workbench I've literally changed every component of hardware, and the system still boots. So, which bit of mm. hardware are you locking it to? Mm. Um, I mean, <laughs> it was a bit of a stretch for sorry. XP,
0: but um, yeah, they look. I've seen machines where it says you can't,
1: you can't uh, activate things. Mm. And um, but I mean, yeah, te- technically, under their terms of service, anything you do to touch the hardware like that even theoretically applies to. Uh, technically, if I guess you're changing you know, USB sticks if they're hardware would technically apply to that. But basically they say you can't change the hardware without buying a new copy of Windows is effectively what they say. Mm. Um, not that anyone ever does that, but that's, you know, if you want to get technical about it. But the serial part is, you know. yeah, Windows Windows 10, you don't really need a serial number anyway. No, no, and that's the thing. You can, uh, I mean, yeah, this, this like, system yeah, is the, entirely different to my last system and that's you know, yeah. so I don't know.
0: Because I think Windows, yeah, it gets it takes doesn't it take a list of, I don't know the the Mac IDs or something, whatever they are, of your system, and then if too much is changed at once, yeah, well then it'll just it just won't activate. I mean, like it,
1: it's still pretty much motherboard like you can change motherboard same type and brand, but if you change out the motherboard, that's pretty much it. But I mean, that's realistically uh, not specifically a Windows fault. That's more of a mass driver change, really. But if you mm. bought, yeah, if you're not buying an OEM, if you're actually
0: buying a retail version, you should be able to push that around wherever you want.
1: I don't. I think honestly, they don't care as long as you only have one activated copy of that. Mm. Realistically, oh. I don't think they actually cared. And I'm, then it, good luck yeah. enforcing it. I mean, even with Windows XP, the amount of times I used to just ring up Microsoft and go, "Hey, my key doesn't work," and they just give me a new key over mm. the phone. Like they didn't even ask for yeah (laughs) if it's yours or you know like yeah yeah i guess like yeah because they they don't make their money out of retail they make their money out of corporate you know you get a company goes hey i want to i've got fifty thousand systems i need a corporate license for that's where they make their money Mm. yeah and yeah that's
0: right so it's yeah it's all in the it's all in the business isn't it but but anyway like i'm happy like we just get new
1: updates and new features i don't know what they are but Apparently, there's new features every six months. Yeah, I generally turn most of those updates off just because of what happened tonight is a classic example of why I turn my updates off because that was that uh, Windows decided to upgrade my network card drivers mm. and corrupted them.
0: Yeah, right. Inter- so,
1: motherboard drivers uh, or um, external card? Internal. Internal. So, I screwed up my Wi-Fi and my and my hardware. Were they Microsoft drivers or were they original? No, they're, they're original ones, but um, it went through the Microsoft updating as part of the Microsoft update, went through their, their process. Mm. So, Well, um, you, you people might think that
0: we, we, us Windows mob are the only ones with problems, but no, because you will be having problems if you're on a Mac. Well, maybe not, but, you know, <laughs> Apple may soon announce, remember back in 2006, I think it was, with uh, Apple change from powerPC to the Intel chips yeah and then everything uh, post that change wouldn't work on the powerPC and and everyone thought oh Apple's done it this time who they're just that money grabbing they've changed everything nothing's compatible they're gonna die a sweet death but no they 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 charged higher and higher they soared higher and higher but uh so but anyway what's happening now is their new initiative, uh, to, is to bring their processors in-house to their hmm. Mac lineup in preparation for a launch of ARM-based Macs in 2021. So this announcement is likely but not certain at the Worldwide Developers Conference, which starts next week, June 22nd. Intel has declined to comment, and, and Apple did not immediately respond to a request for comment. From Intel declining to comment, I'd say that that's probably... True, because yeah. if you know they're not going to uh, let this bad uh, or a major well, apparently it's not that major. It's five percent of it, I read five percent of the of uh, Intel's revenue is Apple comes from Apple, but it's still a major uh, major customer for Intel. I don't think they're going to have um falsehoods going around in the marketplace because it wouldn't be good for their shares. So Intel declined to comment, which makes me think it's probably true. And Apple did not immediately respond. Apple started using Intel processors for the Mac know 'o six. Apple is believed to be interested in developing its own processes to reduce its dependencies on suppliers, along with device timetables not always lining up with those of suppliers. Yeah, I guess, look, if you only got 5% of your your revenue comes from one bloke, you're not going to rearrange your whole situation, are you, if you're Intel? Um, Yes, so Apple manufacturers such as Apple are continuing to grapple with the CPU shortages from Intel that have constrained device production. I'm not sure why they've got sh- bloody uh, shortages, but anyway, they must have. There's not silicon going around. No, shut Maybe down everyone's through. protesting, for not shut working, down for not making months. chips. Uh, Patrick Moorhead, the president and principal and analyst at More Insights and Strategy, called the chip initiative a risky and expensive move. He goes on to say, "I'm scratching my head on why Apple would do this. There's no clear benefit for developers or for users, and it appears Apple is trying to boost profits. Oh, heaven forbid! Oh, he's being lots of trouble, old Mister Moore uh, or Moorehead. All things equal, Apple's new CPU would need to outperform Intel's. Blah 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 blah. But look, that'll work for them, you know. Well, I think what what they're trying to get to is, I think if you buy an app, if you buy an app in the App Store, it's going to work on your phone." It's going to work on your PC or on your Mac. It's going to work on your iPad. It's going to work
1: on your watch. Whatever. So, yeah, look out. Well, I say it's going to reduce um, processor costs by forty to sixty percent. Yeah, that's so, massive. You know, that's a big that's a big chunk.
0: So, who makes ARM? Um, ARM.
1: Um. Um, yeah, I mean American
0: ARM. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> But yeah, well, forty percent. Like, why wouldn't you? I, I guess that's, uh, yeah, that's going to be a big saving for them. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a saving for the customer, I bet. But when, well, I went to the Apple Store through Corona. I went for a Corona visit, and once they reopened, and at the line up, get me temperature taken, and uh, put a mask on, and spoke to the guy with a mask on for the whole time, and couldn't see anything. Every time I put my glasses on, I couldn't see things. They fogged up all the time. So, I said, I can't handle this, mate. I bought the watch anyway. Um, but, so yeah, sorry, well I'm just going off
1: on a yeah, tangent. So, see, it's part of, you know, um, like the iPhone, most smartphones in general, you know, as you said, like the, the watches, a lot of mobile devices using it already. These days, the vast majority of Apple um, is macbook based there's not they don't do anywhere near the amount of desktops as they do so it makes sense that you might as well you might as well use it um for cross compatibility as well Mm. plus the other thing that was happening too was people were able to you know even though apple only called them the a10 and a11 and a12 chips and whatever they were giving them because they're intel based chips people were easily enough able to backwards engineer them and figure out what they actually were um, if you're going for an ARM chip then it's going to be a lot difficult because there's a lot less uh, information in there on, on that side of it mm. so mm. I don't know I mean you know I kind of it'll be good for cross compatibility and what it basically means they could make say a, they can make like a A14 processor and that same processor could go in the phone in the tablet in the desktop in the laptop you know and then if you wanted to boost the performance for example on a desktop you could run two of them or you could run an extra an extra chip that you know does extra things but yeah I, I mean i i see what they're doing and i mean you got to think just... back in the day like when you only had you know you really only had cyrex um pre-amd you had Syrex, and you had intel R- realistically with anyone's making you know processes mm. um and then later on you had um you had uh AMD come in and then you had arm come in and then you had the risk processors and then you had the you know so there's it's not going to be an, you know, it's going to be another like big jolt isn't it like
0: um, the, oh, the Macs coming out next year won't be compatible with previous ones
1: well that, that's going to be the biggest problem is that some you know you think of a business that's just forked out and bought you know 50 Macs for their workstations for their you know publishing suite or whatever. They're probably not going to be super happy about it. Um, but I guess, like, as you, as we were saying before, uh, does the operating system really matter these
0: days? You know, like, uh, what's, say, Mac's got, what have they got, Keynote or something, whatever one of those office programs are. Like, yeah, sure, That, that obviously Mac's going to make Keynote for, say, the ARM processor, but the actual data file that's
1: produced will be compatible between both, surely. Yeah, it's only the actual program. The program itself would have to change, but, yeah. The information yeah. based on that would be the same. So I can't see look, these days there's probably not that much upheaval because as we were saying, that everything's on
0: the internet. Like yeah. first thing you do on your computer, you don't open up a program. Well you open up a browser and away you yeah. go. That's where you live. Right. You you're just living on the internet. You
1: know, even stuff like um, like we use point of sales, like whether it's Vend or whether it's Zero or whether it's whatever, but all that data is cloud based. You're only you're only interfacing with it through a browser. You mm. know, you don't keep the yeah. data on, on locally which may or may not be a benefit to some people but mm. um it's the same thing like even the zoom the zoom app which is what you're currently my system seeing you currently through the zoom app but at the end of the day it's just nothing more than a than a dedicated browser window effectively mm. you know. yeah and i like, and th- for the popular ones like
0: the zooms and the i don't know the microsoft office like they'll end up making versions for for the the um, processor like back in the old days you know you'd have stacks and stacks of programs that you've bought and whatever like that just doesn't really exist like i'm looking at my machine here now uh there's not many programs i've bought like i've bought office
1: um and i'm just looking at my little task bar i've got all the browsers. See, I don't use Office. I use either OpenOffice or LibreOffice. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. use Microsoft Office. And well, I've got, and I've got QuickBooks, but blogs. then see, that's browser based as well. Yeah. Um, but...
0: There's nothing else. Spotify, but they're gonna, they'll make um, one. or that's browser based. iTunes. That's yeah. It's just not real, not that much
1: stuff that you actually buy. And you know, like I yeah. So I don't think it's going to make a big difference actually. No, it, it's it's not. And if well, there the, are well, a couple of really super successful programs, well, see, things like Photoshop and that could be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because they're very, they're not only a program, but they're hardware sensitive as well.
0: But then, you know, doesn't Adobe have all their stuff in the cloud? Don't they process now in the yeah, cloud? Yeah, but the actual,
1: that's the program, but the actual processing power is still done by the hardware on the PC. So if they're looking for an Intel chip, or an AMD chip, they're not looking for an ARM chip. You know what I mean? Like, they would have to develop that program to specifically look for that piece of hardware to do the work. Well, I'm sure they will, because, like,
0: uh, you know, well, geez, Photoshop, didn't Adobe pretty much, you know, cut its teeth coming up through the Mac
1: ranks, didn't it? Originally, and then it turned to garbage and everyone went to GIMP. But, um, yeah, I mean, you had Photoshop was predominantly Mac-based, and then you had Corel Draw, which was predominantly PC-based. Um, Oh, God, (laughs) jeez. But then, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it was a dog of a press They're still around. Um, But they they kind of cross-moginated and people have gone away from Photoshop now. You know, GIMP is what... In the... uh, I've got a friend of mine who's actually a professional um, digital artist, and he says in the professional realm, GIMP now outweighs Photoshop about 10 to 1. um, Yeah, right. Because the last time I opened GIMP up... It's sort of the, the user interface was just still a bit clunky, like Windows 3. Well, it's, it's not. It's just as you use the Photoshop's one. Why can't you they know? just make it nice? It is. It's perfectly fine, especially once you, you use it. It, it. I love it. But mm. when you first go to use it, it's the same as using um, you know Streamlabs instead of, um, what's the Photoshop? Lightroom or whatever their video editing one is. Yeah, right. You know, Streamlabs are one of those ones, which are by far a superior program and they're free. But mm. because all the tutorials and everything you generally learn in a professional environment is based on one particular application, it takes I, a while to switch yeah. over.
0: Because I, w- I was looking for something that would open an AI file and and I thought of GIMP and I, I did load it up and it did open it, but I just thought, oh, look, the user interface is a bit stuffed. So I just went to Fiverr. I you said, know. "Hey, can you change this
1: word for five bucks?" And I go, "Yeah." But that's no the worries. thing too. Like it, w- with Gimp, as with many of them being a free program, they base their productivity on functionality rather than looks. This is, and that's exactly the same with Linux. It's based on functionality rather than looks. You know, the program functions. It functions faster. Functions better. And it's more reliable. It doesn't look great, but it, it. You know, you most people can get around that because of the other features. Mm. Inkscape's another one It's a it's a publisher uh, Crossover But it's Same thing Compared to publisher It's not as pretty But it's far more powerful Than, than publisher would ever be <clears throat> well, I might have to Look Give Gimp
0: Bit of a more of a go Pretty soon Because look I'm still I'm still Say now languishing With uh, Photoshop CS3 And uh, Well I've got I CS4 think, Not that I ever use
1: it But I've got it
0: Well I use I use it all the time no. uh, Just for Just basic stuff I'm not a Photoshop head, but I'll use it just to I don't know, put picture in picture
1: or um cut it out or something, just basic stuff. So I use yeah, I use GIMP for all that and like all my lower thirds and all that, they're all created in GIMP. Yeah, right. Um I don't think I could do it in publisher anymore to be honest. In Photoshop anymore. Are we waffling on will or are we uh... just for something different, yeah. <laughs> Services Australia buys thirty five thousand laptops and monitors in two months. Ooh. That's a big order. (laughs) Yeah, Services Australia has now purchased almost 20,000 laptops and more than 15,000 monitors since the coronavirus pandemic forced staff to make the jump from office to home. Canberra's largest service delivery agents last week signed off on the latest of a string of contracts for new hardware devices at a combined cost of 19.2 million. What brand? A spokesperson told IT News, the largest of the three deals will see Canberra-based Ford IT supply 6,300 Microsoft Surface Pro Notebooks under a $13.5 million contract. Another 1,000 satellite Pro Notebooks will be provided to Sydney-based Ethan Group over a similar uh, 3-year, $1.8 million. Dell Australia will provide a further 11,000 Microsoft Notebook PCs and 22,000 computer monitors under a $3.8 million contract. Um, all three contracts run between May, 2020 and May, 2023. The hardware and upgrades have been procured to meet large range of requirements, including mobility, asset replacement, growth, and business continuity, they said. Yeah.
0: Look, I remember just going back to the start of the, the Chinese flu in, uh, I don't know when it was, when did it all start? March, or early March or something. February. Then, uh, you couldn't buy monitors. Hmm. You know, and then you couldn't buy anything. Like other things I couldn't buy was I wanted another chair, an yeah. office chair. I couldn't buy an office chair. No. couldn't buy a monitor. I couldn't buy my Ikea. I wasn't allowed to buy anything from key. It all ran out.
1: I couldn't get uh, replacement toner for our printer.
0: Oh, the world
1: is going <laughs> crazy. Starting to get back to bit of normal now, which is good. But yeah, that's a lot of laptops. It's not a bad order. I'd love to be on the receiving end of that phone call.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, so what? Everyone goes back to work pretty soon, and what happens to the laptops?
1: Well, they reckon that, especially in government out- agencies, they reckon that like eighty percent of the people aren't going to physically go back to work. They, they've discovered it's so much more efficient to do it the way they're doing it that they reckon so many people are going to continue to work from home. Well, I think that's uh, yeah. Look, I think the world's going to change a little bit after the after the virus for sure. Well, to give you an example, Aussie Broadband, you know, best, best broadband company in australia yes um, I agree. they all you know they only had a couple of offices anyway so it wasn't a big deal but they all work from home now and i was talking to one of their techs the other day because we've got a commercial contract with them because we've got two business premises so we've got some of their commercial gear as well and i was chatting to one of their techs the other day while having a an update on some of our phone systems and said so you know what's it like working from home he said honestly he said our our the systems they have in place are so much more efficient when they're working from home than they were when they were in the office. You know, yeah. so their, their call times are less, are lower now than they were when they were, you know, all working from an office. So they said they're gonna, probably going to keep it this way. Mm. Mm. Well, the only thing that you have with working from home, I
0: guess, is you maybe have some bad oh and issues. You know, maybe do people not sit properly? Do they not have the right heights of chairs and stuff and yeah. so forth? But I mean, that it becomes be- a you issue. They're not a company issue. Maybe not, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know Kim was working from home for a little, she's gone back to work now. Um, yeah, she bought a little surface
1: home and stuff mm-hmm. and a couple of monitors, and away she went. Yep, no, it, it's there's a lot of companies where I think it's, a, it's of a great benefit. They don't need suddenly, they're not hiring or well, they're not renting a you know a, a 5,000 square meter warehouse to house their st- staff, you know. Then now mm. all they're doing is they're paying for a computer for all of their staff, and they might be paying for their internet. you know. Mm. So suddenly all their overheads have tanked. Because obviously they're going to have to have... The one thing that will change, they're probably going to have to have um, virtual phone systems now and, and Aussie Broadband does this where you can have multiple off-site locations for phones. So you right. can either direct dial that number to get to that location or you can actually just do a transfer or you can do an intercom between s- phones. So you can have multiple locations acting as a single business through through the power of the Internet, basically. So you know if a company goes, "Okay, we've now got five thousand people working from home, that's cool. We, all we have to do go to our Internet provider, go give us five thousand phones, or all these people have mobiles, divert these particular you know lines to these mobiles, hmm. and that's going to be their biggest um, initial interruption. Once that's yeah. dealt with, the rest is is pretty smooth sailing, really. Hmm. Yeah. Look, I'll tell you another something that something smooth sailing happened
0: to me through the week. I bought a hard drive, Seagate four terabyte yeah. from UMart on Friday. It arrived here on Monday. I put it in on Tuesday, and it was dead. Yeah, didn't work. And I thought that's the first hard drive I've ever had that's been DOA.
1: That's the Seagate for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So because then I'm thinking, you know, because it was like free postage and whatever, and I'm thinking, look, now I'm going to have to either take it back to Southport or I'm going to have to post it back to UMART or post it somewhere. But I rang up UMART and they go, why don't you ring Seagate first? Yeah. I and mean, here we go. So I rang Seagate and, look, they're sending me a new one, just yep. like that. No
1: problems. Seagate and Western Digital, if their drives are under warranty, deal with them directly. It's so much easier. Ninety-five yep. percent of the time, they don't even want the old drive back. They'll just send you a new one. Yeah. Well, the one's already, it's already been dispatched. I should yeah. have it
0: pretty soon, and um, she's gonna they're gonna send me a post pack or what something, and I'm just gonna put the old hard drive in it and send them back. Yeah. And um, easy peasy. I was pretty happy because I think I remember oh, quite a little. Few years ago, now I had a had to return a hard drive. It wasn't DOA, but it was maybe I don't know a couple of months into the warranty. I had to send it to Malaysia or somewhere. Mm.
1: It cost me thirty bucks. Yeah, no, that's that's one thing I'll say with Seagate and Western Digital. It's always been nice experience dealing with their warranty. I mean, I remember mm. at one point, well, I haven't bought Seagate in years because they're a flaky drive. They have always been. Oh, see, I prefer them over WD. No, not anymore. I used to um, at one point. Seagates were really good and mm. Western Digital were, weren't fantastic but That's right. for the last 10 years it's been the other way around um, yeah. Western Digitals really are a superior drive like I've got some I've got original 1 gig Western Digitals here that are 10, 12, 14 years old and they're still perfect I've got no Seagates left They're all my Seagates are dead yeah, um, right. and but I'm, the, I'm the... running Western Digitals in my NAS I'm running them in this computer I'm running them in everything are they proper like NAS drives? In my or are NAS they-, they are. They're the reds, yeah, which are the NAS drives. But in everything else, I just run the blacks, which is their cheapest one. Mm. I run them in everything. Well, this Seagate 4 terabyte, well, I think it was 156 bucks. I thought, that's not too bad for a
0: 4TB. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, so but, you uh, know, but, I, I, I couldn't put it directly into the computer. I just needed it as a backup drive, and I had to put it into a USB yeah, uh, thingy, because the motherboard and the computer—I wondered where the stuff was. Wouldn't take it. But look, I, I've got a little. Uh, but you I'm know, know. I wouldn't say that challenge, but something fun to do over the next few weeks. Uh, if we're, if anyone's still out there listening and they're still with us, I thought about why. Can, if you guys want to send in photos or whatever, not yourselves, or you can't be in it if you want, but photos of your—if you've got what is your oldest working gadget. So, run me through the drawer and turn them all, turn them all on and s- let us know what your oldest working gadget is. So that'd be a bit of fun. And send them up on Facebook or send them into Warlock or will at aussytechairs.com.au and we'll, um, yeah, we'll, we'll chuck them up.
1: Without, I'm sure we'll be able to put everybody's up. I don't think we'll get inundated. <laughs> without doing too much thinking, I think mine would be my old XT. Oh, my God. You still got one of those? Two two meg MFM hard drive. Yep.
0: 20, yeah, 20 meg hard
1: no, drive? Uh, no, f- two. Oh. Two meg.
0: Well, they were as heavy as the bloody...
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. They were they Yeah, they were horrible. They, was, they took up half the case. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Didn't those things, when they, you turn them on, didn't they have a real big spin-up?
1: Yeah, it took like five minutes to get up to speed just to start unpacking the heads. They were great. <laughs> I had that. Um, that had the two five and a half inch floppy bays I had, a, it was monochrome but it was um, four colour monochrome so it was well four shade monochrome so it wasn't just black and white it could actually do shade, shading um, it had a but funky the, the problem for you Will is funky can you take a photo of it working? no it's at dad's place I can't even take yeah. a photo of dad working anymore <laughs> no
0: but i, I, meant, I didn't mean, like i just meant No, to like, but
1: i'd have to go back and see what well, i don't know what i've have got to hook here. It all up and i don't have anything here that's old everything's at dad's place yeah right
0: because <laughs> well, i want to see but, someone's old working gadget i'd like to know we'd like to know so might be a bit of fun i got on
1: nokia 5110 does that count yeah sure it's, a, sure it's up it's hiding up here somewhere i yeah. um and yeah. it works, turns on and everything. Well, it did. I've been letting Bob play with it for the last six months, but I don't see why it wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, as it's as long Nokia as you can play Snake on it, we'll, we'll call it working. So. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's down for working.
0: Um, yeah, all right. Let's see how we go with that. We'll we'll keep going over the next couple of weeks mentioning it, and maybe in July we might be able to start showing some.
1: Yeah, sounds like a plan. be a bit of fun. Or if we start getting apes, we'll, we'll show them every week. But yeah. does, does it mean the – now, to be clear – is it the oldest piece of hardware that you've? Is it the hardware that you've had the longest, or is it the oldest piece of hardware that you own? Own. Because you could go on eBay and buy something tomorrow. <laughs> you could, if you wanted to. Yes. <laughs> well,
0: maybe, maybe you've owned and used.
1: So yeah, something that is actually an in-use item, not just something that's laying around. Yes, yeah. yes. So, no, not
0: like a uh, you can't go onto eBay and buy a, a <laughs> Valve TV.
1: So. Well, I've got a <laughs> Valve record player at Dad's place as well, actually. Yeah, well, see if you've <laughs> got. To, it's got to, got to I'm be. I'm not electronic. going to but that is not a good enough excuse to go visit Dad. Yeah, yeah, it should be.
0: <laughs> is is Valve electronic though, or yes. would you call that electronic?
1: Analog, analog. It's analog, it's not electronic. It's, it like, it's electronic, but it's analog. It's not, oh, digi- we'll not digital. Include that. I'll take it all. I'll take it all.
0: Let's just see what people have got out there. Even looking at old TVs and old
1: stereo systems. Actually, I've got an old push bike down in the shed that's actually was my dad's, I believe. And it's got a a dynamo on it that he got off his dad's bike. (laughs) Is that that at your dad's place? No, that's down the shed, Danny. (laughs) The the bike is like fifty years old, but the dynamo is like seventy years old. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, well, the, you oh no! The, the I wheel think wheel the other thing head. I've got from yeah, my yeah. grandfather was a
0: set of chisels. Um, I don't know what happened to his record player. Uh, well, I've got one more story. Will I don't know about you? No, you go a, for it. Do yeah, that, and then we'll
1: we'll call it. I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, so we we'll do mine. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, KFC, to mm. surprise of many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thought that they were going to release a console to rival the PlayStation 5 and the really? Xbox Series X. Who thought this? The pe- the little <laughs> KFC heads that saw the ad. The KFCs <laughs> appears to have jumped on the wave of excitement around the release of the next generation consoles uh, with a new video spruiking its own entry into the console wars. Now, you can find this video if you just type in there we go, Will's playing it here. But type in the Google KFC game console, you'll see the video. It's a pretty schmicko video. And uh, the video of the KFC console, which includes a chicken chamber, has had almost 3 million views since being posted by KFC's Twitter accounts. So fans were quick to question if the announcement
1: was for real or publicity stuff. Hmm. You know what it is? It's an add-on for the PS5. It's all. The, it's what you do with all that excess heat. <laughs> It just sits on top. It's the heat sink. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just cook your chicken while you're playing
0: games. That's right. And the CD drives a little... It's a it's a horizontal toaster. yeah that's
1: it. And it functions well, as a cup holder.
0: Could be a pizza warmer. Who knows? <laughs> the second hand, you know, a day-old pizza. Mm. Slider into the... Grilled, grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see that? Someone sent me a Facebook thing of someone pouring melted uh, cheese into a schooner of beer yeah. and i'm not sure if they were supposed to be saying the idea i think was it was this was good but i don't know about that no
1: i mean I, you know whatever I'm not, I'm not one to criticize people's taste but no. oh no, no. <laughs> that's right no. You know, maybe I mean, you could
0: I, spread the cheese with some veggie might might work then who knows
1: yeah cheese and veggies in my beer i'm sure that's going to take off that'll be a thing that's that's next year's fashion <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah all right well that's it that's it that's the end of me tonight uh will this week all righty well in that case it must be time to go so thanks for listening to aussie Techheads. broadcast weekly we can be found at facebook.com slash aussie Twitter twitter.com slash aussie YouTube youtube.com slash aussie tech and now our new one at patreon.com slash aussie Techheads. sign up for a four dollar a month or ten dollar a month or there's a few other plans there as well you can see the site for details Email us, uh, Glenn, Will, or Warlock at au. You can hear us, uh, Aussie TechHeads, on AussieTechRadio.com, 24-7 back-to-back play of some of the best tech-related shows from uh, around Australia and New Zealand. New shows are added each Friday. Exactly. So thank you, Glenn, for joining us, and uh, we hope to see more of you. You will. Thank, thank You will, Will. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's good to
0: come back. I'll have to. I'll get all the stuff from you, and uh, we'll, work, we'll work out a schedule.
1: Sounds like a plan. All, right, All right, right.
0: Thanks, Will. Thanks no everyone. Worries. See ya. Bye. Good to be heard.